On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, Sean and I are going to talk about exploring new marketing channels. It's scary. It's scary. I don't know if I want to explore new marketing channels. I'm so comfortable with the ones that I already have. (laughs) But we're going to talk about some new marketing channels that we're exploring that some of our mastermind members are exploring and some of the results uh, that we have been seeing and maybe some ideas to get you guys looking at some other marketing channels because newsflash, Facebook will not be around forever. Before we begin, we wanted to let you know some really exciting news and something that we've never talked about before in the podcast. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. Now, on to today's episode. Well, shiny boy, we're back and better than ever. No longer badder than ever. We're better than 2020. (laughs) Your better definitely sounded uh, like a Moira better uh, from Schitt's Creek. Better, (laughs) Alexis. Okay, that's getting way too uh, off topic. Sorry, guys. I I apologize. Okay, let's talk about some new marketing channels. So first of all, why new marketing channels? Like, you know, if you guys are shutting this off right now because you're like, well, I'm pretty happy with, you know, Google and Facebook. Um, (laughs) And that is not meant to be a slight really, really big in the interior of the United States. That is not supposed to be a slight against anyone with an accent like that. We're Um, we're Canadian and uh, I think that we just, we just think that everyone's out. No, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't. So... Exploring new marketing channels. Jordan, why would somebody ever, ever, ever want to go elsewhere and not just market on Facebook? Because I think Facebook is the best and I think it's going to be around forever. And I love Mark Zuckerberg like my own father. <laughs> Talk to me. The last part may never change, but. Uh... <laughs> and and whoever does his haircuts. <laughs> just a quick aside. I love how rich people, like really rich people, dress like they're poor, like Mark Zuckerberg. Yet, you know, like apparently his t-shirts are like $4,000. Well, I mean, why wouldn't they be? (laughs) Anyway, exploring new marketing channels. (laughs) Guys, think of marketing like this. And and it was actually, I think it was Gary Vee who put it best, right? Find underpriced attention wherever you can. And that's what Facebook was for years. Google Mm -hmm. was that in the early 2000s. It was underpriced attention. You looked at it and you're like, oh my gosh, does it nobody else see how incredible this is, how cheap this is to get a hold of people? It's underpriced attention. So when you think to yourself, hmm, Facebook's getting a little bit expensive. Somebody posted a, a, I always mention LinkedIn just because I, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. Here we go. Here we go again. Jordan on LinkedIn. Okay. You can just fast forward, hit the 30 second, you know, don't, don't do it. Fast forward. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. No, but somebody said on LinkedIn the other day, what's going to happen when customer acquisition cost outpaces customer lifetime value? Uh, Go somewhere else. (laughs) Like this is not a new problem, right? This is not a new problem. This, 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 This is the problem that like 
billboards have now. Yeah. And television ads. And but those are underpriced attention now. Now they are. That's now the crazy are. thing. And direct mail, right? All the Dur stuff that's coming back because everyone left for Facebook. Yeah. What? When's the last time you've gotten a letter in the mail that you haven't opened? I open every single letter. Like every single letter. I'm it's like, true. oh my gosh, I got a letter. If my name's on it, I immediately yeah. get a dopamine rush. I'm like, ooh, yeah. somebody sent me something. Totally. So do I think that we should be sending out mailers like, you know, like, you know, blatant advertisements? No, that is not the kind of advertisement that I'm thinking that you should be sending out. But a letter to your, like a potential, maybe a handwritten letter, um, those so, kinds of things, yes. What, one way to think about exploring new market channels, like, like we're talking about, um, you guys ever heard of the, the book Blue Ocean Strategy? Yes, I have, but so I have not read it. Facebook was once a blue ocean. It's a red ocean now. There's oh, yeah. blood in the water. The, the, the sharks are circling. You're probably one of the sharks, but there's no food left to go around. I mean, there is, but it's getting more and more expensive. Uh, the benefit of some of these new marketing platforms, and not all of them, some of them are going to be um, garbage, but you won't know until you try, is um, they're going to be blue oceans. You might actually have a wealth of your target demographic there, and there's no competition, so it's really, really cheap. Yeah. Ones that are out there right now. So let's, let's just give some ideas. And, and remember, these ideas are meant so that you guys can then go and look at maybe some other potential marketing channels out there. You know, one I'm just going to say before all of this is YouTube. People are still not using YouTube to its full advantage. The problem with YouTube, I find, is that the attribution is so difficult, right? It's a brand play. We love brand plays here. I love brand plays. I love direct response, but I love brand plays. The reason I love brand plays is because that's how you get returning customers. Um, you know, we're one, I think one thing that we're incredibly good at here at Mindful Marketing is thinking of that returning customer rate. One thing that we've drilled into, um, you know, the businesses that we own on the e-com side is returning customer rate. So when I look at, an, at a potential acquisition and I see that they have a 20% returning customer rate, I freaking lose it because I know that there is so much potential within that business. Uh, newsflash, I just looked at one that that happened. So, <laughs> and I'm losing it. Um, you lost it. It's gone. That's yeah. It. So, so, so YouTube is a huge, getting back to YouTube is a huge brand play. So if you can think of your marketing spend rather than direct attribution, right? So you go into Google and you look, what's my return on ad spend on Google, right? Yes. That's very important for you to see. But a lot of people watching ads um, are not going to directly click on that link in the ad, but they are going to directly go to your website later. It's, right? it, it needs to be part of the funnel. It doesn't necessarily need to be where they first make contact, but you're missing out on a massive opportunity to get into their brain and, and become... You, you just want to plant that, plant that seed. You don't know what that seed's going to become later on. There's so many times that... I've seen a, a YouTube video or a YouTube ad um, before a video and I haven't clicked it. I never click it. I just want to watch the video. Yeah. But then later I'm like, oh, that thing that I saw. And then I think again, oh, that thing that I saw. And then maybe because they're smart and they have a, uh, a like a, a full funnel strategy on multiple platforms, I get retargeted on Facebook and I'm like, oh yeah. And then, yeah. I, and then I click it there. Facebook's going to get the attribution. Totally. But it might've been YouTube that brought me there. Totally, totally. So, you know, we, um, you know, we take a look at accounts all the time. We create, uh, we call them growth plans. You guys have probably heard of uh, the growth plans that we do for brands. How many times do we do a growth plan where they already are implementing YouTube? Like never. 
Never. I, I see every single growth plan and it's got to be uh, last year we did in the hundreds and it was maybe two or three. Yeah, was, that are implementing YouTube. If you have video assets and you're not implementing YouTube, start, just start, just, just start, you know, get your retargeting audience in there, hire us to do it for you. Uh, whatever you're doing, you are missing out on a ton of audience. So to me, that's still a new marketing channel that people are not looking at right now. Especially Yet, for e-com, especially for e-com. Especially for e-com, right? Don't think of it as a direct response channel. It's not, it's a brand play, right? So if you're just selling a product, stop listening to this podcast. This is not for you. But if you're a brand, no, don't. You can still listen, but. <laughs> Jordan, getting real intense. 2021 Jordan is just like hard lines. Like, don't turn it off. Hey guys, just a reminder from the beginning of the episode. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply to start the process today. Now, back to today's episode. <laughs> anyway, um, so, so yes, let, let's blast through a couple of these, um, a couple of these platforms. So YouTube, obviously one that is on everyone's uh, mind right now is TikTok for, yes. for many different reasons. Yeah. So, and TikTok, you know, at this point in time is giving away a bunch of ad credits to get people onto the platform. For some reason, they're just really making it difficult for people in Canada to test the platform. Yeah. TikTok, what the heck, man? I've signed up like 10 times. I like, I legitimately think I have as well. 10 times. <laughs> just give me access. I own an agency TikTok. Okay. Give me access. We'll funnel money into your business. <laughs> yeah, TikTok is definitely a blue ocean from what we've heard from a, a, a lot of different brands that we work with and and brands in our in our um, e-com mastermind. Um, it is a bit of a black box, but all new platforms tend to be a bit of a black yeah. box. And so there is, I wouldn't say there's risk. You just need to be okay with ambiguity because until they work out the kinks of their advertising platform, there's some ambiguity. But guess what? Like, tell me, tell me about how much ambiguity is in a billboard. Like, yes, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's all ambiguity. Yeah. So. I mean, so, so here's the, here's some of the numbers that we're seeing, uh, from within the e-commerce executives mastermind. Uh, we've got quite a few brands that are now testing TikTok all around the world, which is incredible. What we're seeing and what we've heard is one cent clicks, which is crazy. One cent clicks. What is this like Google so, in 1995? Yeah. So, so we don't, so we don't know exactly like so we can we can test with utms right you uh unique tracking what does the m stand for metrics measurements mem let's utms anyway <laughs> um we we can track we can track them you know up until a certain point and um, we're not necessarily going to get them full funnel um but we know that they're coming to the site for a cent some of the numbers that we're seeing uh within our mastermind as well are these people are staying on site as long as people on Facebook, that to me means that that is quality traffic. Whereas we've seen in the past with like Snapchat that it's kind of garbage traffic that's coming to your website for some reason. I don't know why it's still like a really good, um, it's, it seems like a great demographic. I don't get it. Anyway, TikTok is not Snapchat. Apparently it's very quality traffic um, that's coming. The bad, right? Is that we just don't know. We just don't know. We don't know yet, but it is definitely worth testing. What you need to know with TikTok though, just like YouTube, is create content 
for the channel. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. It, you, you need to have um, a content strategy along with it. It's not just the platform. You don't just regurgitate everything you've made for YouTube and throw it on TikTok. I mean, the dimensions alone should be, <laughs> should yeah. be a, a, a hit not to do that. But um, one that we're actually really enjoying. Oh, and testing hardcore. Pinterest. Yes. Yes. So we're testing it with multiple brands right now. Um, and we are seeing results. Uh, we're going to talk return on ad spend, even though I don't love always mentioning return on ad spend, but it's just, you know, the easiest place to go first. We're seeing return on ad spends to cold audiences of three on Pinterest. Cold on Pinterest. Yes. Um, what I love about it is that it is people that are in search, right? They're in search mode, similar to Google shopping. Um, but again, you want to make sure that, uh, you know, you're, it's very visual. So, um, all of the creative that you're going to create for Pinterest uh, needs to be um, beautiful, visual. They have a bunch of guides on there of what works on Pinterest. Obviously, they want it to be, you know, an incredible platform. They're recommending, we've got a Pinterest rep, and he's recommending um, just opening it basically wide up. So, you know, if your customer base are females, uh, you know, 25 to 45, just that's it with no interest targeting. Uh, we're seeing great results. So um, we, we will probably do an entire episode on Pinterest once we actually really get a good case study for you guys. But we're just letting you know that, you know, it's out there, right? It's, it's actually a, a decent, it's going, and it's just going to get better and better as they continue to, um, you know, make their algorithm um, better uh, for, uh, you know, attaining customers. Totally. Um, you got one thing on the list here that is kind of interesting. And I think that most e-com brands aren't thinking about this at all, but Quora. I had a chat with a rep at Quora recently, um, just because I love exploring some of these these different potential channels. And Quora is super interesting because people come there. So, you know, apparel brands, maybe this isn't the best place, but product-based brands that solve some kind of a problem, I think Quora is your place. That's that's where Quora really wins, is, is if you can solve a problem that people are... It, basically, Quora exists because people have pain points. So if yeah. your product can fit in that pain point and also be, be part of the conversation on Quora, um, the Quora ads are going to be amazing. Totally. So, and the, the great thing about it is that basically you're sponsoring an answer to a question. So some of these questions have like, I don't know, like three or 400,000 people that are viewing this question, the same question. Um, and so you can actually sponsor your answer. Now you have to make sure it's really organic, right? It has to be organic, but it also has to be helpful. Yes. So like any offer, and I, I know a lot, a lot of brands out there have really terrible offers where you're not solving a problem. You're not being helpful. Any offer needs to solve a problem and be helpful before anything else. And so Quora is a great example of that. If you have a great offer, throw it on Quora, make it very thoughtful and just above all, just bring value and help. And then it should, it should start to get traction. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I hope this was helpful. These are a few of the new, um, you know, placements and platforms that we're testing right now. And that we really think are going to be amazing in 2021 for e-commerce. Um, there's so many more out there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, this is something we talk about often in the e-commerce executives mastermind. Um, by the way, I think I had like, I don't even know how many people applied in the last few days, like 10. <laughs> like legitimately, I'm like, man, people are applying uh, to be part of the mastermind. New year, new you. Totally, totally. So um, if you guys are interested in in applying as well, um, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash mastermind. Uh, and you can find out all the information that you need to know about the mastermind there. Then we go through a whole process where we have a call and uh, we tell you all about it and Jordan, blah, blah, blah. Jordan even took 
a blood sample for me. It was weird, but it's over. I'm in. And, uh, <laughs> well, he's not in yet, but uh, <laughs> the blood's still coming back. FOMO, Anyways, guys. FOMO. Guys, thanks so much again for joining us today. And uh, we hope that you have a great rest of your week. We've got some great interviews uh, in the next couple of days. So stay tuned. And uh, thanks again for uh, listening. Ciao. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.